Hi, this is Tony at Cover Magazine. I'm speaking to Jay Nido, General Manager, Agency Franchise Distribution at Old Mutual. Jay, thank you very much. Welcome to Cover. It's great to be talking to you. Um, good morning, Tony, and, and thank you for having me this morning. Great. Um, Jay, we're talking claims, and um, especially, I mean, that's something that's on everybody's mind, um, taking into account COVID and the last year that we've had, etc., so maybe you can just give us a little bit of an overview from your perspective on the general claims experience at Old Mutual. Yeah, thanks, Tony. I think you would have seen our release a couple months ago. And, and um, in 2020, we paid out just over 14 billion rand um, in risk cover claims. Um, now, that includes the underwritten, non-underwritten and corporate claims and, and represents a year-on-year -year increase of just over 24% compared to 2019. Mm. Uh, I mean, there were several trends relating to the spread of um, COVID-19 were evident in the figures. Uh, but despite the challenging and evolving lands landscape, I think I'm very proud to say we've upheld our total payout ratio of 98% in underwritten claims. Um, you know, as evidence in our report, uh, the increasing toll of pandemic stresses um, and the significance of having sufficient cover in place to protect individuals and the loved ones against the risk of unexpected disability, retrenchment or illnesses. I mean, if you look at the 2020 report, it, it unpacks a lot more in terms of the claims, um, but in, specifically in terms of underwritten claims, uh, we paid just under six and a half billion rand. Um, and that reflects 22% increase um, over 2019. Um, if you break it down further, I mean, we paid 5.17 billion rand in death claims, 871 million rand in illness claims, um, 436 in disability claims, and 13 million rand in retrenchment claims. And, and if you go further into the detail, especially on the death claims, and if you look at the causes of the claims, um, cancers and two tumors account for 23% and cardiovascular accounts for 19%. And then accidental death has gone up to 19% as well. So those are the top three um, claims um, in, in terms of the deaths. But we've also seen a sharp rise in the number of people claiming for respiratory system disorders under death, which is mostly attributed to the widespread COVID-19 infection. Um, well, on the other hand, conversely, a positive impact of the pandemic was a 27% decrease in the number of motor vehicle accident claims. And then that is most certainly linked to the extended period of restricted um, travels. Yeah. Um, in terms of the illness cover category, and that's a severe illness, we saw an 18% increase in the payout compared to the previous year. Um, the big four illnesses, cancer, heart attacks, strokes, and coronary artery bypass grafts contributed 70% of the illness claims paid in 2020, with cancer still deflecting the largest portion. I mean, the effects of the pandemic were equally apparent in the disability claims um, category, where sickness income claims increased three and a half times year on year. I mean, while 2020 has given us deep insights into the impacts of the pandemic and on our customers and the insurance industry, we are certain that the longer-term implications will become even more apparent over the next few years. I mean, as a group, we stayed true to our purpose and we're there for our customers and communities during the extremely challenging year. In the time of the need, we were there to protect what matters most to them and to enable positive futures. 
I mean, our thoughts and condolences go out to all the families who have lost loved ones during the difficult period. Yeah. So, Jay, did um, the World Health Organization obviously also track these things? What have we seen with regards to a correlation between World Health Organization experience and your experience? The World Health Organization did a survey across, I think it was 155 countries, um, and, and they saw a very similar um, um, challenge in, in the rest of the world where postponing, postponement of, of um, medical treatment has led to an increase in, in uh, especially in these what would be called non-communicable diseases. Um, they have seen an increase in the incidence of those claims. And do you see this continue? Do you think because, you know, I mean, obviously we're still in a tight position here, but as it opens up, um, do, you see, do you see this trend continue because of a backlog of of maybe um, treatments and procedures, etc. So I think what for the vast expect? majority, I think healthcare services are returning to normal. I mean, the third wave is going to be a challenge, um, but I think we're starting to see people go back to their normal um, treatments for um, hypertension and diabetes and, and those kind of things. Um, but I think the, the long-term impact of missing a year's worth of treatment, I mean, that actually could um, still, we could still, um, see the, the the impact of that. I mean, it's similar with ke- uh, cancer. You know, a lot of people stopped the chemotherapies, and and that presumably will fast track the incidence of um, severe illnesses. Um, but hopefully, we can get back to normal as quickly as possible. Mm, absolutely. And then, just lastly, um, Jay, obviously, Old Mutual works um, a lot through financial advisors. And financial advisors are quite an important sort of link in terms of um, the clients. Um, could they play a role in this process and in the claims and in um, trying to um, sort of, I don't know, minimize claims or just yeah. prepare clients? No, I think generally, I think what we've seen in the COVID pandemic, the importance of having a financial advisor, I think, you know, from, a, from, you know, from the extreme on just having a three months emergency fund. Um, you know, we found a lot of people didn't have that emergency fund, and especially when in that initial period of lockdown. But also, it extends to all the way of having appropriate risk cover. Um, you know, with with these severe illnesses, and especially with COVID, you do need um, an income sort of disability or a, a severe illness product to help you cope with the financial strain um, associated with severe illnesses. So so those are the first two building blocks. But the third building blocks, even when you do have a severe illness, it's important to to consult with a financial advisor so that the the immediate impact of a severe illness doesn't affect your long-term financial planning. You still need to ensure that you have life cover for your dependents. You still need to maintain your disability income cover, those kind of things. So it is critically important that when when you do have a severe illness, that you do um, consult with a financial advisor, firstly, to keep your financial plan intact, but secondly, to ensure that you have sufficient resources to take you through that um, period where you're adjusting to the severe illness. I suppose that's where that ongoing relationship comes in. You need to have a relationship with a financial advisor that understands your personal circumstances, understands your priorities in life, understands your goals in life. And 
it only comes with an ongoing relationship uh, within a financial advisor. You know, gone are the days where you would buy a product for a single need and, and you'd buy multiple products and it really doesn't integrate with what you're trying to do. It integrates with your financial plan. So you have to develop almost a lifelong relationship with your financial advisor. Yeah, and adopt the plan as things change, yeah. like we've seen now. Really, I mean, um, you will have yeah. a core plan that stays intact, and yes, you do need to adapt it every now and again. Uh, but yeah, you do need to take into account your changing circumstances. You know, if you're not able to work as a result of severe illness, I mean, yes, your retirement planning is going to take a bit of an adjustment, um, and so will your life cover, and so will your income needs. Wow. Jay, thank you very much um, for those insights, and yeah, good luck with um, as this pandemic plays out over the next couple of months. Hopefully, as you said, we go back to normal um, fairly soon. Thanks, Tony. I think my parting um, words would be, you. I mean, this pandemic will pass. Um, we've just got to make sure that that our financial plans are intact post the pandemic. Absolutely, yes. Great. Jay, thank you very much um, for that. And I hope to be talking to you after all Thanks, of this Tony. has passed.